I feel tears welling up, calling deep inside like my heart's from a big break. And the stab of loneliness, sharp and painful, that I may never shake. Now you might say that I was taking it hard since you wrote me off with a call. But don't you wager that I'll hide the sorrow when I'm a rear right down and bold. Now the race is on and here comes pride at the backstretch. Heartaches are going to the inside. My tears are holding back. They're trying not to fall. My heart's out of the running. True love scratched for another's sake. The race is on and it looks like heartaches. And the winner loses all. Ventured in love, never once suspecting what the final results would be. How I lived in fear of waking up each morning and finding that you'd gone from me. There's aching and pain in my heart for the day was the one that I headed to face. Somebody new came up to win her, and I came out in second place. Now the race is on, and here comes pride at the backstretch. Heartaches are going to the inside. My tears are holding back They're trying not to fall Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. Your other host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. Under the Weather, is sick. So he will not be here this week. And uh, you know what? I'm going to crank out a quickie for you guys, if you don't mind. Uh, That sounded weird, but I will talk about the Monday show, Carly Wiesel Returns, and the Thursday show, Hawaii Soup Ghosts. But first, I'd like to do some shout-outs. Shout-out to the TNC. I got to hang out with at least one of you this uh, past week and met uh, his girlfriend. Shout-out to you, Robert and Ruth. Had so much fun doing L.A. and Hollywood like nobody's business. Oh, my God, if you do not follow me on instagram or on facebook then you have not seen the pictures but uh, i had so much fucking fun it was like is it my birthday i don't know anyway uh, shout out to east coast jen dr jen lauren kelly little rafi i hope you guys get well soon get well get well soon i hope oh <laughs> never sing lisa never shout out to allison who randomly texted me to compliment me on uh, some some stuff shout out to whitney and von carmen's olive shout out to teal at teal in or aka tamara holler shout out to scott marquez to demian to trace shout out to dr angela leanne ray morgan michelle smith and anybody else who is listening shout out to you because we love you so much all right you know what before we start talking about monday one quick thing because it is easter today and this has nothing to do with the fact that it's Easter, but it's it's past two. So shout out to my beverage. I'm drinking a Vizzy Hard Seltzer Hint of Pineapple Mango with antioxidant vitamin C. In case you're wondering, it is healthy. All right, let's take a sip and talk about Monday. All right, Carly was back on the show 
And I had many thoughts as I was listening to this episode. And let's start from the beginning. So, first of all, a lot of times I listen to these shows at one and a half speed, sometimes two, if I'm really in a rush to get to listen in before we record, if I don't have a much of a heads up on the timing. So... I could not do that with this episode, and a couple of times I had to double-check that it wasn't on faster speed, because Carly talks a mile a minute, but it's not a bad thing. I like her energy. She's just a fast talker. She has so much information to give you in a short amount of time, and I think that's great. She's perfectly positive. I I felt like Allison was having a hard time getting this show. St- I just felt herky-jerky to me in the beginning, and maybe that was just like the first half hour. It felt like it was taking the time to take off and um, get its, you know, legs. But all in all, it was a pretty good show. There was a sugar cookie conflict, and they talked about the sweet cookies, the Dutch bros, uh, many other things, and a lot of things where I think, is diabetes very, very high in Utah? Because I feel like having a cookie and soda is so fucking... Not even that it's bad for you, because it's horrible for you, but... That doesn't sound enjoyable. I don't want a cookie and soda. It just sounds very strange to me. And I don't, I don't, I just don't know. But also all these like secret ways of ordering this. I'm, I was just scratching myself. I feel like I'm getting like hives just thinking about it. Scratching myself. Oh my God. So normally I, I see Dr. Jen shaking her head when I say something off color. When I just said that, I just pictured Trace like shaking his head like, what are you talking about? I was getting itchy, okay? It gives me the hive thinking about going into a place and not just having a set menu to order off of. Like, that's great. Everybody wants to be part of some underground cultural thing that's hip and cool. Um, Not me. I just want a straightforward way to get, you know, food and tasty stuff into my face. But this whole idea that I guess the Dutch brothers or Dutch, I guess they call them Dutch bros because that's cooler. They were the original sugar cookie maker. And by the way, if anyone has never made a sugar sugar cookie in their life, it's not doesn't take a lot of brain power. Um, it's very simple kind of cookie. So it's great that they came up with it and that Swig is selling their cookies and are now came up with their own recipe. I put, did that in quotes because it's basically like butter, sugar, and like three other things. And like you can't really screw it up. But... And people that like a lot of sugar, not discerning taste, but so, you know, they're going to love it. Enough about that. Actually, one other thing. I think I wanted to ask little Rafi, I guess I could have just texted him, but instead I'll just say it on here. Is Swig the cookie mix that you brought to me from Utah? It seems to me that it was, and we made it here and they were delicious, of course, because it's cookies. And I got stopped on the airplane because uh, some sort of a bomb notification went off. So that was an extra gift. I think you also got stopped in Colorado doing the same thing. So uh, if it was that, yeah, they were they were great. They were delicious. They were cookies. You can't go wrong. So Carly has a wealth of knowledge in visiting Disneyland. And the more... I think the last time she was on, we talked about this, that there were so many specific questions about visiting Disneyland or just whatever it is where it's just it, it doesn't really make for great podcast listening it's very informative for the person that's asking and that's great and and also well i don't go to i live about 20 minutes from disneyland i don't i don't usually go i prefer a different theme park but this made me the, the more she talked about disneyland and all of the things that you could sign up for this pass and this other thing and register this and 
have somebody doing navigating you. I'm just like, oh, this makes me never want to go to Disneyland like ever again. Because if it starts becoming this way, like you can only enjoy it if you do all of these things, then I want nothing to do with it. Better experience, good enough spray from guys, if you're in town. Also, I do think at least they've cleaned up Anaheim a lot. But when I lived in Anaheim and I would I was working for a place where people would come from other countries and other states and stuff and to visit Anaheim and go to Disneyland and I would be helping them, you know, selling them tickets and do all these things at the place that I worked at. And I just thought, these people are coming and spending so much money, and this place is a fucking hellhole. <laughs> so it's definitely gotten better. But even just recently, I did I was working, doing some work for my mom, who does has a tour company, and I picked some people up at the airport and was taking them to, to Anaheim. They were talking about going to Disneyland. Like, they have to go because they're here. And I was just like, eh, it sounds like a fucking nightmare. <laughs> but that being said, love you, Carly. Great. If I do happen to go to Disneyland with some small children ever again, I will definitely look into some of this information. One of the questions that Carly got was from a teacher who is going on a field trip with 68th graders, I think it was. And Allison mentioned this on Monday and on Thursday about her fear of teenagers and that this seems like a lot. And obviously she probably has a lot of chaperones. I was a chaperone, believe it or not. For many of my kids' field trips, and I was in charge of always, like, one little group of kids, and it was kind of scary. But, like, I, because I do have teenagers, I do get this feeling, I, I used to be kind of scared of teenagers. Like, when they started getting to eighth grade, and they all kind of started being a little bit different, I started having this fear. And then, now, I I kind of don't. I take my kids to school, and sometimes if I have to go on campus or something like that, like, I, <laughs> or I have to drive some of the other kids home. And I just act like myself, you know, like fucking nerd. And like my kids are all like always telling me, my friends love you. They just think you're so cool. I'm like, that's right. See, I tricked a couple. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not scared of them anymore because I think someone, maybe it was Betsy, mentioned on Thursday that teenagers are all insecure and like scared too. And they may act tough, but they are like, they are wild animals. They're like a whole other creature. But, but I guess because I live in a house with two teens, it's, not as scary. Maybe some people have some other experiences with that, but um, for now, I'm doing all right on the... Nope, I don't even know what I was going to say. I'm just going to leave it right there. All right. I think that is enough for Monday because that was almost 10 minutes, so winded already. Anyway, all right, let's talk about Thursday. Betsy, Daniel, and Tony were on, and we were her little Fruity Pebbles Easter eggs sent in by motherfucking me on Patreon. I've lost count on how many carbs I've gotten. Uh, Allison did not let this one settle and let people talk about them. She just assumed it might be some sort of Rice Krispie treat made out of Fruity Pebbles shaped into an egg. Um, it is not. I also I have made uh, definitely made that before, not in the shape of eggs. But these are Fruity Pebbles in a cho- like a white chocolate egg. They are delicious. I love Fruity Pebbles flavor, but I don't love them as a cereal. I prefer Fruit Loops and then even Trix if, if I really have to. But that flavor, and I have made Rice Krispie Treat style desserts with Fruit Loops and other cereals that are just delicious. But this is a great flavor. It, Fruity Pebbles is the only time I ever eat them is when I go to get frozen yogurt i'll get vanilla yogurt and get fruity pebbles on that because it's like cereal and milk and it's delicious 
But these Easter eggs are so good. They also make a Cocoa Pebbles version that were not as good, but these were quite delicious. If you like Fruity Pebble flavor, uh, grab some before they're off the shelves. Go to Target now. They're probably like 75% off. Totally worth it. And anybody that's local to me that wants to try them, I will save a couple for you guys. And maybe I'll save it for the next group recording that we ever do, and then they'll be super delicious by then. So Allison and Daniel took the kids and went on a Hawaiian trip. It's their first trip since COVID and the lockdown, so that's pretty huge for them. Um, I Anytime someone says they're going on a trip to Hawaii, I don't know why I'm, I, I'm like, hmm. Like, I... I realize like so many people think like, I got to get out to Hawaii. This is like a dream vacation. And anytime I hear it, I'm just like, "Mm, I'm not very, eh, it's not very exciting sounding to me. But I think it's one of those places that if I went, I would have a great time. I'll have a great time anywhere because, I mean, as we'll talk about Santa Fe, I had fun there in Santa Fe. But I would have fun, but it seems like a lot of money for, and I know I always say like I live in paradise anyway. I could just go to the beach. It's fine. And it's much different paradise. I understand that. I realize I'm cock of the walk over here but but everything i learned and also everything i learned about hawaii i watched from i learned from watching dog the bounty hunter so my view may be a little skewed and their their food it seems kind of gross and uh, although i did make hawaiian food the other night so maybe i'm lying anyway it seems like a lot of money thrown at something that is not as but they must be hawaii people and i'm not Like, I would rather go to Catalina or just pretty much anywhere else. One day I will go and it'll probably change my entire point of view because I, this happened to me when I went to New Orleans. I thought I never want to go to Florida, New Orleans, and Hawaii. I don't give a shit about any of these places. Never want to go to them. I went to New Orleans and I was pleasantly surprised. I would love to go back. It was a wonderful place to visit. Um, So much to see and do. Um, I'm still sticking to Florida. I could care less about ever going there. Shit, did I say could care less? I couldn't care less. See, these people fucked me up. Anyway, um, if somebody would like to take me to Hawaii, (laughs) I'm really fun on trips. But Daniel had an experience where he went to sit on the beach and someone was playing their music a little too loud. And I feel like we all have experienced this. Somebody playing music in a shared public space where it's like, dude, do you think I want to hear your music? Fuck no. So when I go to the beach, I always will bring some sort of music, something, but it'll either be earbuds or it'll be super quiet. So it's just a hint like I'm the only one that's going to hear it, but it never fucking fails every time I go to the beach to have a peaceful moment with or without music. Just a book. It's fine. Someone always just bellies up next to my fucking vibe man and like just too close they have to have the fucking music loud as fuck and it's not bad country it's usually bad rap and it's just like god damn it like really this is what's happening right now and then you have to be the asshole that moves or by the way daniel's standing up and looking the person's direction and the person knowing what he was referring to just by his look is like okay like don't mess with daniel when he's on a fucking vacation apparently i mean he's paying some high dollars to not be relaxed so i i get it but to these people these are like this is like a hey go fuck yourself for sure is are these people the people that let their kids play whatever fucking game it is or something like sitting next to you in a waiting room or wherever you are where it's like can we turn this shit down or on a plane or wherever playing music in shared public space like i don't want to hear goddamn even if it's let's say the stars aligned 
And it's something that I actually like. I, would I be in the mood for that? I would at least probably respect it. Like, well, okay, at least you're listening to good music. But I, bet, I mean, like, I mean, <laughs> you know. So Daniel apparently had some pretty sweet trivia knowledge that he wanted to drop on Allison that apparently lasted for a good 40 minutes. And my first guess when Allison mentioned this was clam chowder. Because in Japan, they eat a lot of seafood. So my first thought was it's at least something that's familiar, but then also super, like, not. Because I don't think they do a lot of creamy stuff there and, like, any kind of dairy. But anyway, that was my first guess. I don't think I would have ever gotten corn chowder. Although corn chowder, and while I understand that China and Japan are very different places, every Chinese food place I've ever gone to has corn chowder on the menu. So the fact that he saw this in Japan in the 80s, it just sounds like a real 80s thing. I wonder if it still rings true, like if that's something that, that is something they like still. Anybody listening in Japan, let us know. But this led to Betsy's Santa Fe layered soup experience, which if somebody tells you to go try something, I'm for sure going to do it, especially in Santa Fe. If you've never been, it's actually quite a lovely little town. It's just... It has a lot to offer. It's a great place to visit or to stop through. Stop? Through? Meh. Whatever. Uh, but, so if someone said, and for me, soup, I always think I don't like soup. But then when I'm, like, two days ago, I went downtown to the Circle and I go to one of my favorite restaurants. And I said, oh, what's your soup? Like, I'm asking for the soup of the day. I must, I must like soup. In my mind, I think I don't want this, like, already pre-digested food. But, but... I think I, I just think I don't want to admit it. I do love soup, but I don't think I do. But I know I do. But I don't think I do. <laughs> I say I don't, but I do. That's what the truth is. In fact, on Tuesday, I know I'm going to be going to one of my favorite Cuban restaurants down at the Circle. And I they have a different soup every day. And I already know what soup that they have. And I'm going to be ordering it because it's fucking delicious. So, okay, I like soup. But I don't. This sounds like so old lady-ish. But I guess I am an old lady. See, this is what happens. A microphone... And Lisa alone. <laughs> Off the rails. But a couple of things. Betsy mentioned this. She described the soup. And the more she talked about it, the less it sounded delicious. It sounded kind of disgusting. Because if you're going to have foam and powder on, a, on anything that I'm eating, that just sounds not very enjoyable. And also, this sounds like a foo-foo experience that I don't picture Betsy being a part of. But she was all into it, and it makes me want to go here and try it. So I've been meaning to go visit my friend in Albuquerque, and the last time I did, we did drive into Santa Fe and went to this awesome hotel to have drinks that was for sure fucking haunted. I'm pretty sure there's a picture of me freaking out because some cabinet doors opened by themselves, which also ties into the paranormal experience that they talk about later. But... I think I'm going to have to, if I go out there, I'm going to Santa Fe and getting the soup. And I'm going to contact her and ask her where and how and why and, and all of the, the information. Because it just sounds like something I would like to try. Because I would like to know, yeah, it just sounds, I don't, it, yeah, it sounds disgusting. But I want to try it. So going into the paranormal experience, I know I shared on here, I've definitely had at least one experience that was personal. Other things were just weird things showing up in pictures. I went to, oh, maybe like 20 years ago, my husband and I went to Hollywood Forever Cemetery where I, flash forward, I ended up getting engaged there. 
But we went there and just took a bunch of pictures of like headstones and we went into the mausoleum and took pictures and he took a picture of me taking a picture and you can see, and he took a few pictures in a row and you can see like this kind of like not an orb but like sort of like a streak kind of circling around me in this picture and it's sort of a strange thing where I just thought okay I mean it could have just been exposure this was you know actual film cameras and then my sister actually did have the experience of saying there was someone sitting at the end of her bed like when we were kids she would say that there was some lady that was sit at the like an older lady sitting at the edge of her bed at night and she always had kind of like experiences that she talked about and I thought okay maybe she's more in tune with that and then another time I was at a bachelorette party and we were all staying in this house by the beach in San Clemente and it was a really old house it was like the first house that was built on that like right by the pier or kind of by the pier it's like one of the first houses built on that hillside and some pictures came up and there was there were people there were like two people in the picture that were not part of our group. <laughs> and then at the same house, I was sleeping there downstairs. And while I understand, I was told that other people had some experiences with like the faucets going on and off and cabinet doors and drawers opening and closing on their own. So I had already heard of these things. I was woken up in the middle of the night by someone holding my wrist and standing over me and just the outline of like a fedora and just... I remember looking next to me to see if it was my husband for some reason, but I saw he was sleeping and then I thought, okay, am I dreaming? No, I'm awake. But, and I know Rafi, the other thing he would say is you heard these about these ghosts. So you already thought about it. You're probably dreaming. And the other thing is drinking. And what I have to say is, yeah, I drink a lot and I don't have these experiences. It was very specific to that night and the person holding my wrist and me looking up and seeing this person standing over me and me not being scared at all, which after that I could never, I would never go downstairs and stay in that room ever because it scared me the thought of it. But like the, when it happened, it was not scary. And like, why? I don't know. But anyway, uh, let us know uh, any of your paranormal experiences because um, it's interesting to me and I definitely believe in all this stuff. So I'm surprised it doesn't happen more, but I'm glad that it doesn't. And a lot of other paranormal stuff happened to me. You're a little paranormal. Okay. So uh, this is news to me. I understand koalas are not bears, Per se, but I. When did they stop being called koala bear? And I like how they were talking about it like as if it was such a bad thing. It's like, oh, you can't call them that anymore. Like, who? What do we have against bears now? Was it always just koala and we added bear because it's cute, or what? Like, what? What happened? I, I am not in the know into this very important information in life. Okay. Also, I, this is something I didn't really think. I knew, maybe I knew one of them, but I didn't know that Betsy had two podcasts. I think I remember talking about We Love Trash, but the other one, Funny Feeling, which is talks about paranormal stuff, I'm curious about both of these. I love it when Betsy's on, and it is funny when you don't know what's her voice and what's a drop. I thought that was very fun. We only got a little bit of Daniel because he had to leave early, and then uh, we got a little bit more Tony, which is good because we didn't get to hear him last week, and apparently he's a little bit sick. Or I think he was sick last week, so he, he missed Carly in person. But he will be playing with Don't Stop or We'll Die at the Federal on May 3rd. It is a Tuesday, which super sucks. But you know what? I'm going to try and get out there. And I'm sure Superfan Megan, who I did not shout out and I needed to shout out, uh, because it's in your backyard, I feel like we should meet up on May 3rd. And anybody else that would like to do this, let's do this. <laughs> That's not a dumb. Also, going back to the country music thing really quick. Yes, there's tons of shitty country music. I mean, pretty much anything made now. There are some exceptions, very few. And I think 
Because Leanne is the country music liaison. She's the one that I think we'll be posting in the Facebook group about this, hopefully. And if you're not there, um, why the fuck aren't you? And if you are, then go check it out. I'm sure she'll talk a lot about it. It's very exciting. I myself fucking love country music, and but I know it's not everybody's thing. So I would not be playing it out on a beach, especially in Hawaii. It seems very weird. Anyway, this drink is not delicious. But the antioxidants are helping me for this evening because I have to go to my in-laws and eat Chinese food because it's Easter, you know? So maybe I'll have some corn chowder. Just really tie this whole thing in. Lastly, Tony also is booking Allison's, a handful of Allison's shows. I don't know why this is. If this is something just because Tony's good at booking people on his other shows or if it's because Allison needs more time or she needs to hire an assistant. <clears throat> Hello. But uh, this is exciting. I think it's kind of cool that he's going to be picking some and she's not going to know who they are. And Tony, I haven't heard from you yet. <laughs> uh, lame. Okay. I think that's about it. I think we can wrap it up. I think, you know, we, I've got some Easter baskets I need to find. I've got some eggs I need to hide. Really, I just have a drink that needs to be drank. And yeah, that's about it. All right. If you would like to be on the show, very soon we're gonna get our shit together and get a schedule going we are still trying to figure all of this out but email bfancast at gmail.com or just text me you know just say hey can i be on the next show i'll be like fuck yeah and if you'd like to find little rafi you can send a care package to him and lauren who are currently sick and for real if you want to i mean why not find them laying in bed trying to get better and i guess that's it happy easter if you celebrate that if not Happy Sunday. Happy whatever date you are listening to this on. Because I hope this made it happier. I'm sure it did. Because why wouldn't it? <laughs> All right, BFFs, you truly are the fucking best. Thank you and good.
turn me. 